Don't turn it off now. You need this stuff. Tampa Bay's Tam Talk Radio Network. Hey, Bob. Hey, listen. This is Robert from Nostalgic Radio and Cars. We all love to eat. Well, I would like to tell you about my friends at the Rib Shack Barbecue on West Bay Drive in downtown Largo. Their menu offers family-sized takeout dinners like delicious ribs, chicken, beef, and pork, or sit-down barbecue dinners, sandwiches, and even desserts. They will also cater your party. Everything is barbecued fresh using real oak for that great smoky flavor. So visit my friends, Corey, Jed, and Kirk, at the Rib Shack Barbecue in downtown Largo, 600 West Bay Drive, or call them for a takeout order at 727-501-9090. That's 727-501-9090. They truly have the best smoking barbecue in town. Oh, and be sure and check out their great barbecue sauce. That's the Rib Shack Barbecue in downtown Largo, 727-501-9090. I'm telling Robert from Nostalgic Radio and Cars sent you. This is Robert from Nostalgic Video and Cars, here to tell you about Bellador's Pizza and Pasta, where the food is fresh, the sauce homemade, and the price is fantastic. They offer Chicago-style stuffed crust pizza, New York-style pizza, calzones, strombolis, pasta entrees, beer wine, and great desserts. They even make the bread fresh daily. Hey, they offer catering and any order over 10 bucks delivery. So give them a call at 727-581-5000. Place your order now. They're located at 131 Clearwater Lager Road near downtown Largo. Or visit their website, belladorspizza.com. America's greatest new sport, ITC's Electric Roadway Sports Car Rally. Right now, each driver is racing his own king-size Mercedes 300 SL sports car. They're entering the final turn. Down the straightaway and across the finish line. And now, they're on the dangerous collision course. They're getting closer, closer. Watch out! Collision! But there's no damage to these sturdy cars. ITC's Electric Sports Car Rally is great for everyone. You'll love the thrills and fast action of ITC's exciting electric roadways. It's a wonderful hobby. It's ITC. Quiet, numbskulls. I'm broadcasting. Hey, this is Jimmy Shine from SoCal Speed Shop and the host of Car Warriors. You're listening to Nostalgic Radio and Cars. Don't touch that dial. Okay, listeners, welcome. You're tuned into Nostalgic Radio and Cars, and I'm your show host, Robert. Run your computers and Google TanTalk1340.com, and you can see us live here in the studio. Don't forget to visit our website, GulfstreamMotorsports.com, and visit our podcast page, Nostalgic Radio and Cars, where you can listen to all past shows over the last five and a half years. Don't forget to like us on Facebook, GulfstreamMotorsports.com, and Nostalgic Radio and Cars. Don't forget to... Subscribe to our YouTube channel. Bobby, what's our YouTube channel? YouTube channel, Nostalgic Radio and Cars. And then Periscope and Twitter are both at NRC On Air. And then LinkedIn, Nostalgic Radio and Cars. That's right. And don't forget Speed Culture, the mobile enthusiast app. Don't forget to download it on your phone. If you've got an Android or Apple, it works. Or you can visit the website, speedcultureapp.com. And in a little bit, we'll be doing the Speed Culture Minute. Right, Bobby? For the enthusiast mobile app. The Enthusiast Mobile app. Yeah, right. So anyway, how are you doing tonight, Bobby? I'm doing fine. All right. So we got a fun, fun, fun show for you tonight. we got a couple guests coming on. And, wow, what do we got this weekend in 
at the Bradenton Motorsports Park, we got the National Mustang Racing Association. Now, that's three days of fun-filled Ford fun. Right, Bobby? Did I say that right? It's a lot of fun. That's a lot of fun. Yeah, okay. So, hey, you know what? If you go to the Speed Culture app, if you have it on your phone, you can check it out. The NMRA, National Mustang Racing Association, in Bradenton this weekend. Should be a lot of fun. So, we're going to be down there. We're probably going to set up a tent. We may even drag some used parts around, you know. By the way, Bobby, now, uh, we've done a number of videos and periscopes lately, so if people want to find out a little bit about some of the stuff that we've done, like, for example, here recently, I just appraised uh, a couple cars. I did a 1966 Ford Fairlink GT convertible, GTA, as a matter of fact. I did a 1960 Corvette, and I did a uh, 72 Chevy truck, and I think, which ones you got up on the line already? Well, um, we were on an uploading spree this week, so you can see plenty of fresh content on our YouTube uh, channel, fresh yeah. from Periscope. Excellent. Um, we have the uh, the live Showtime drag strip announcing. Oh, yeah, that's right. We did that, too. We did that about a month or so ago when we had a little extra time. Jeff and I went down there. Jeff is the Steve... Wozniak or Wozniak of uh, speed culture. This guy, you know, I got I got to hand it to Jeff because Jeff actually does a pretty doggone good job of uh, coming up with some really clever ideas. I mean, I'm more of the old school car guy, you know, direct uh, advertising, you know, conventional type stuff. And Jeff comes up with some pretty innovative stuff. But then again, you know, he's about 15 years younger than me and he really gets into this internet stuff. And together we kind of collaborate on this stuff. We bounce stuff off each other. And I'm just amazed at the stuff that he comes up with. So at any rate, let's see. What else did we do this past weekend? Okay, this past weekend they had the uh, Carlisle Winter Festival swap meet slash auction over at Lakeland at the Sun and Fun uh, Fairgrounds. And uh, we actually did some periscoping from there on Speed Culture. Okay, so I think that – how do they find out about Speed Culture Periscope, Bobby? At Speed Culture app is the handle for Periscope for Speed Culture. Okay. At NRC Air. Uh, at NRC On Air is ours. Okay. And, um, and at, NR, at Speed Culture app works for their Speed Culture's Twitter Instagram and well slash speed culture app if you're on Facebook for Facebook. Okay, good, super. So at any rate, so while we we're over there, I I got there a little early. I was over there with some of my friends from uh, also Detroit and Georgia, and we kind of roamed around the uh, swap meet area for a little bit. So I had a chance to kind of look and see what was going on. But I tell you what, the pickings are getting slim, guys. You know, there's cool stuff is just not out there anymore like it used to be. I mean, a lot of guys are putting stuff on eBay and places like that, or or I think they're just hoarding it. I was talking to a friend of mine uh, over the weekend, and he's got a bunch of very, very rare stuff, a bunch of fuel injection stuff, like early hill burn and Inglis, and, and not, he ain't coming off it, you know, he doesn't really want to sell it, but he kind of wants to sell it because he's not going to use it, and of course, this is what we're running into, we're running, running into a situation where guys like myself, we got stuff, we'll probably never get around to doing anything with it, and you know, you walk in and you see all these rare distributors, and these rare carburetors, and these rare intakes, and these rare valve covers, and things like that, and you go, wow, okay, I'm either going to do one of two things, I'm either going to sell it, or I'm going to continue tripping and falling over it or i'm going to fall over dead and everybody's going to throw it in a scrap pile right bobby of course you know that you, you know what the stuff's for so i don't have to worry about you <laughs> but uh <clears throat> we certainly don't want your mom going in the garage do we but at any rate so that's what we did this weekend and of course we went over to the uh, auction and that's some pretty cool cars that we ran into our buddy uh martin from vintage motors out of sarasota danny from uh, golden classics we saw pete from pj's dave from uh 
classic cars in Orlando. So there was a bunch of guys running around there. The usual cast of characters, as they say. Oh, yeah. Also, I ran into uh, Bill Miller, who is the the promoter and the organizer and the owner of uh, Carlisle Events. And I uh, talked to uh, Mike Garland. He was on our show a couple of weeks ago. We didn't get a chance to see Tom Wolfat. He was over there, but we were going here, going there. We talked and said hi to our good friends over at Heacock Insurance. Talked to another other guy. But there's some pretty cool cars there. In fact, one car that we actually shot a video on was a... I think it was a 1987 Mustang GT convertible Fox body car. And what was interesting, the car only had 20,000 miles on it, or even less than that. I'm not sure. It had really, really low miles. But you opened and closed the car door, and it was, like, brand new. It had the Monroney sticker on the on the window, you know, the original window sticker, as they say. Monroney is the technical term for it. And uh, the car was just, like, absolutely flaws. Just a little wear and tear on the seats. But other than that, really, really straight-up, stand-up car. I even mean, Jeff was impressed with it. He thought, wow. Oh, that is a pretty cool car. Now, 87 still has the blades, 87, 88, 89, and then I think it wasn't until 1990 they came out with the pony wheels, which are basically the 15 – oh, no, those are 16s. The, the 87, 88, 89, the, the blade wheels or the turbine-looking wheels, those are um, 15s. That's what they are. So we had a lot of fun. Now, I'll tell you what. Well, we, we, we went to the swap meet. We hung out there. We watched some of the cars go through the auction. There was a car there that I thought was pretty cool. There was a nice uh, 70 Torino GT convertible, which I thought was pretty cool. And uh, But it had uh, 429 coverage of badges on But then when I looked at the car kind of closed, it turned out it was an H-code car, which is a 351 Cleveland two-barrel. But they did a nice job. It was a GT car, flip-flop headlights, red car, kind of a metallic red, white convertible top, white deluxe interior, bucket seat console. Pretty, pretty car. And um, there was a 79 Trans Am there, factory four-speed T-top car. I wasn't really excited about the T-tops, but uh, Jeff thought that was pretty cool. And um, so we had, there was a number of cool cars there. There was a 63 Galaxy 427 four-speed car. There was a 63 Galaxy with a formal roof, or might have been 62. And that was a factory 406 four-speed car. And that was pretty interesting. I liked that car. A number of Corvettes, some early mid-year stuff. There was some modified cars there, you know, some Resto Mod. They actually had a 69 GTO Judge Carousel Orange go through the chute. And it was really cool because they had a tiger on top of it, you know. And uh, I saw my buddy uh, Phil. Big Phil was there. You know, he's one of the ring guys there. He was, you know, kind of hanging out with everybody. We said hi to him. His son was helping him out. And then the usual guys up on the block. And then uh, I saw Chris, who's basically the kind of like the guy that uh, takes care of. And the bid goes on, you know, the what we call post-sales. So, Bobby, you got something uh, going round and around and around and around and around on the uh, turn-up table? Yeah. Oh, yeah. This is because we're playing some cool songs tonight that Bobby picked out. And the reason we're doing this is because the other day I was looking. Now, I play guitar, but I'm very, very bad at it. And I picked it up when I was like eight years old back in the 60s. Put the guitar down, picked it up, put it down, picked it up, put it down. Now, some of the guys that I really thought were cool back in the day were guys like, uh, obviously, Ted Nugent. We think he's a great guitarist. We like Richie Blackmore from Deep Purple. Obviously, nobody's as good as, as, as Eric Clapton. He's one of the best. And by far, probably the unanimous number one is probably Jimi Hendrix. But all the rest of the guys, the guys that always get two, three, four, five position plays. Now, there's a big discrepancy on who those guys are. But if you listen to someone like Richie Blackmore, you listen to someone like uh, Ted Nugent. You know, these guys can run a run a set of frets, okay? And, right. and these guys are good. So what do you got uh, on the turn up table for us? Yeah, so... Should, should, do, should we give them a background on how this whole idea came about? Yeah, go about? ahead, go ahead, go ahead. There's a lot of blogs out there, and um, 
they uh, everybody want, likes to put their two cents in about who they think that those those uh, the, that that list beyond the before the number one that you were discussing earlier. That's where they tend to put their two cents in, and we don't always agree with that. So we want to put our two cents in. Yeah, we're entitled to do this since we have a real live radio show. Yes, we're not we, have a thousand wa- we have a thousand watts behind us. <laughs> yeah, hey, 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 you want to tell everybody about the good news that we are going to go? We have a FM translator coming. Stay up? tuned. Tan Talks going FM sometime Within in 2016. Next, yeah, yeah, that's a super news, okay? That means we'll be able to play some really far out music. So the family of the Tantalk Radio Network will be three stations in Tampa Bay and two FM stations in Tampa Bay. How about that? That is super good news. Now, back to the musicians. Yeah, there's no disputing, you know, Jimmy Page and Jeff Beck and people like that. Those are great guitarists, okay? And these, But the two guys or three guys that they always seem to leave out, you know, Mark Farner is an excellent guitarist. Ted Nugent is a super guitarist, okay? And without a doubt, Richie Blackmore. I mean, like... Who we're going to hear from. Yeah, and oh, wait a minute. And, of course, you know, Eddie Van Halen, he's up there all the time. And he's a super... He's probably one of the best. He mm-hmm. really is. And uh, in fact, I would rate Rich, uh, Eddie Van Halen every bit as good as uh, as Jimi Hendrix. Now, the one thing I thought was always cool about Jimi Hendrix, when you watch Jimi Hendrix play the guitar, if you're in the instruments, he just like, I've never seen anybody so effortlessly play the guitar. I mean, don't get me wrong. Eric Clapton, you know, very smooth, slow hand, you know. Uh, Eddie Van Halen, I mean, he runs it, you know. Uh, Tommy Iommi from uh, Black Sabbath, I mean, another great guitarist, you know. I mean, and these guys all play Strats, Gibson SGs, and, of course, Ted Nugent's favorite guitar is obviously the Gibson Birdland, which Mm -hmm. is a guitar that he, you know, kind of helped co-design, you know. I mean, it looks very much like a Les Paul, but it's just a little bit bigger and it's got a little different shape to it, but a very, very good uh, hollow body, you know, electric guitar. And all these people were very influential in pioneering the... The uh, techniques that they used with these instruments. Absolutely. In fact, uh, what was interesting with the other day, we watched the video with Ted Nugent. What was it about, Bobby? It was the technical side. You about got... um, uh, feedback and how how he how he utilizes feedback in a, an effective and a very very ear pleasing way. Ear pleasing way. Oh yeah, distortion, of course. Okay, Bobby, go ahead. Let's surprise surprise us. Tell us what you got on that turntable. Yes, we're gonna hear "Burn Deep Purple." All right, that's a good song. Richie Blackmore really runs the neck on this one.
Hey listeners, this is Robert from Nostalgic Radio and Cars. We all love to eat. Well, I would like to tell you about my friends at the Rib Shack Barbecue on West Bay Drive in downtown Largo. Their menu offers family-sized takeout dinners like delicious ribs, chicken, beef, and pork, or sit-down barbecue dinners, sandwiches, and even desserts. They will also cater your party. Everything is barbecued fresh using real oak for that great smoky flavor. So visit my friends, Corey, Jed, and Kirk at the Rib Shack Barbecue in downtown Largo, 600 West Bay Drive, or call them for a takeout order at 727-501-9090. That's 727-501-9090. They truly have the best smoking barbecue in town. Oh, and be sure and check out their great barbecue sauce. That's the Rib Shack Barbecue in downtown Largo, 727-501-9090. I'm telling Robert from Nostalgic Radio and Car sent you. Hey listeners, this is Robert from Nostalgic Radio and Cars. Frustrated looking for car shows? Want the latest in automotive news? How about videos and podcasts? Well, check out Speed Culture, the comprehensive automotive app now available on Google Play and the App Store. Speed Culture brings you motorsports event listings based on your current location. Speed Culture also brings you the latest news feeds, videos, podcasts, and more. Speed Culture, the automotive enthusiast mobile app. For more information, check out speedcultureapp.com and download it today. This is Robert from Nostalgic Video and Cars, here to tell you about Bellador's Pizza and Pasta, where the food is fresh, the sauce homemade, and the price is fantastic. They offer Chicago-style stuffed crust pizza, New York-style pizza, calzones, strombolis, pasta entrees, beer wine, and great desserts. They even make the bread fresh daily. Hey, they offer catering, and any order over 10 bucks delivery. So give them a call at 727-581-5000. Place your order now. They're located at 131 Clearwater Lager Road near downtown Largo. Or visit their website, belladorspizza.com. Hi everybody, this is David Hobbs, racing driver and speed commentator, and you're listening to Nostalgic Radio and Cars. Okay, we're back, and you tuned into Nostalgic Radio and Cars, and uh, that was a pretty wicked little song there, burned by... Uh Deep Purple. Yeah. Yeah, almost forgot. My mind's going blank. Blah, blah, blah. And that happens on the show every once. You know, it's like, you know, cheap. There it goes. All right, Bobby, get a guest on the line for us? Just about. Just about. Okay, so Bobby's going to get his guest on the line. You know, I'll tell you what I did today. Today we had to move. Uh, I got I got these uh, tractor trailers, and uh, most of you guys are probably familiar with seeing some of my trailers going down the road, right? So what happened today is, uh, well, we, we've had this thing in a, in a storage lot, and we had to kind of get around to moving them a little bit. And uh, they're chock full of, I say chock full, they're, they have a reasonable amount of old vintage parts in them, a lot of Mustang stuff. So, you know, I really probably should promote this a little bit more. But if you guys are tuning into the radio show and you need vintage Mustang parts, I've got 289s, I got 302s, I got pulleys, I got brackets, I got this, I got that, I got hoods, I got doors, I got fenders. Well, the doors aren't that good, but they're usable, worst case scenario. But the stuff's original stuff. It's not no repo junk. And uh, so I got stuff from 65 to 73. I've got some Torino fenders. I've got uh, – what else do I have? i got some Firebirds fenders. i got some – got actually a pretty nice front end for a 78, 79. No, not 78. 79, 80, 81 Trans Am. i got a set of real good fenders. i got a hood. i got a bumper cover. I've got some usable parts. i got a lot of seats. For Mustangs, I got bench seats, I got bucket seats, I've got yeah, a bench seat for a 65, 66 Mustangs, actually kind of rare. So, Bob, we got a yes on the line? Uh, no, a voicemail. End of message. Voicemail, oh my gosh, you know, that's the way it goes. We, okay. we should just start leaving the voicemails on the air. <laughs> yeah, I think we should just leave it. Yeah, you know what, you could actually do that one time. We could, You could just kind of switch over to them, and then that way people know that, hey, we actually tried to call you. Why don't you go ahead and try to get our other buddy on the phone? 
And uh, so we got a couple of people who were trying to get on the phone. And what happened was we actually had a very, very special guest supposed to come on the show this evening. And unfortunately, you know, we book people out sometimes two, three weeks in advance, but we have no control over Mother Nature. And when Mother Nature takes effect and people get a cold or people, you know, have uh, they're a little under the weather, we do not expect them to come on the show because then they would kind of sound, <laughs> and, the, and the voice, <laughs> you know, and we certainly wouldn't want to inconvenience them not to mention we won't you know your ears tore up for the for a 30 minute interview but at any rate so i had to move these trailers and uh so what happened is is uh i had this guy that uh, i was recommended and now i i'm fairly familiar with a carrier and i can haul cars very easily and but when you get a guy that actually has like a big land all or something like that and it's basically got like a tilt bed on it kind of like a rollback but it's like uh you know 37 38 39 40 feet long that's pretty cool so what we had to do is we have to move this one trailer and it's about 42 to 43 feet long most trailers today most semi trailers going down the road are about 53 feet long okay we got a guest on the line we got frank on the phone Yes, we do. Frank, how you doing? Welcome to Nostalgic Radio and Cars this evening. How you doing, buddy? Thanks very much. Doing pretty good, actually. I was just telling everybody this story a little bit about rollbacks and about big landalls and stuff like that, and I'm, I am I cannot get over how thankful and grateful I was today that you were able to come out and uh, help us move that big uh, 43. What would you say the thing was? How long was that trailer? About 43, 45 feet long, something like that? It was a 48. 48-footer. Okay. Yeah, 48 high cube. Hi, Cube. Okay, very good. So you know this stuff. And uh, so, Frank, tell us a little bit about what you do. You uh, you have kind of like a kind of a trucking service business kind of hauling deal, right? Yeah, mostly what I do is I deliver storage containers for people in need them at their houses, businesses. Shoot, I've been to SpaceX out there at Cape Canaveral. No kidding. Yeah. Tell us about that. That sounds interesting. I thought it would be too, but. Um the only cool thing about it was is I got to drive up the same spot that they used in the Transformers 3 movie when they were getting ready to send them back into space. No kidding. I got to drive up the exact same spot that uh, Optimus Prime did. Optimus Prime. Wow, super. <laughs> so so what did you do when you were over there? What, you, what, what gave you the opportunity to get over there? Uh, they bought two 20-foot storage containers, and I delivered them to them after, you know, being patted down at security four times. Oh. <laughs> Okay, cool. Now, did they, um, was this, what were the containers using for? Was this during the, the, the movie deal, or is this something else? No, no, this was, um, this was, they were getting ready before they uh, uh, sent up their first rocket. They were redoing the launch pad. Oh, okay. What's... And they just use them for storage, you know, because when they buy stuff, they buy it by the tractor-trailer load. But, you know, when the tractor-trailer comes, they have to unload it, whether they're ready for it or not. So they just have to store it till they use it. Gotcha, gotcha. Now, today, you did a pretty amazing job there. We had a little bit of a difficult time there because the landing gear on the – is that what they call it, landing gear? What yes. would you Okay. The landing gear on the one trailer was kind of pretty ratty. And Did you ever go back and find your chain, by the way? No, it's gone. Oh. Probably in the woods. Well, no, no, just here's, tell everybody kind of – give us a scenario of kind of what happened. You had to move the trailer. I'll let you tell the story. Well, when I got there, the trailer was sunk a foot and a half into the mud, which I didn't know. I didn't know it was that bad. So, okay. Since they couldn't get the tractor under it and didn't have a crane to pick it up, I used the Landall, which is a sliding axle trailer. And you use it just like a seesaw. Put the axles up towards the middle, back underneath it, put the back under it, and then you just let the front down and the back will come up. Okay. And that picked it up enough, I thought. 
to get it out, but it wasn't enough. So then I had to get back under the trailer a little more and slide the axles a little bit to get it up enough. And then when I started to pull forward, I thought I could back under it. And I'm like, ah, it isn't going to work because the half living gear is ripped off on the one side. Okay. Which is the problem no matter how you look at it. <laughs> gotcha. And then you had to take some ro- some blocks and some big 6 by 6s and you had to block it and short. And... Go ahead and tell the rest yeah. of the story. Yes, well, you know, then I saw that big ledge up at the front where that other trailer was parked at. Uh-huh. So I figured I'd just pull it up there, which would, you know, if you can't raise the bridge, you lower the river. <laughs> get the trailer to go up, then i got to find a lower spot on the ground. Okay. So pulled it up there, but, you know, the landing gear started digging in because it didn't work. So we had to raise it up enough so I could get it far enough forward where I could get just the back of the truck to get underneath the lift, and then that's all it took, which if they saw the little doodad that you made, that's why I said we only had one shot, because if I pushed it backwards, the landing gear probably would have collapsed the rest of the way, and then we would have had to get a crane to pick it up to get the truck under it. Well, I'll tell you what, you did a pretty impressive job there, especially when you know, towards the end, because we were just a little shy of the height to back your trailer under, your truck, tractor underneath it, so you yeah. had to put these little pieces of wood up there at an angle, which actually acted as skids, right, pretty much? Yeah, actually what they're called is they're called risers. If you look at the back of military tractors, they've got real nice setups that they use on that. And what happens is, is it pushes the trailer up, so it just kind of eases up onto the fifth wheel that locks it in place. Okay. If not, then you, you see, you'll see some guys at the truck stops, they'll be slamming into them because they can't get under them. Oh. Mm-hmm. Which is kind of like what I did, which is kind of like what I did, except, you know, some guys go a little farther and some don't. Okay. Well, anyway, it worked out real good, and then you drag it down the road, and uh, I was staying back there because, I mean, there was chunks of rubber flying off that one tire, off that one rear. And, yeah, that's what happens when you carry a lot of weight and the tire is old. Yeah, the tire's old. Well, let's put it that way. <laughs> that one was shot, you know, so there was, uh, I thought that thing was going to come off and, uh, and, and a, 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 like a big carcass. And, of course, then when we finally got it in position, you know, we had to shore it up a little bit, and we got the landing gear down on one side, and we braced the other side, and you just pulled right out so nice and smooth. I mean, it's like, wow, it was a professional job. And, again, thank you very much. You did a great job. Well, you're welcome. It's just just a part of what we do. Okay. <laughs> now, if people want to find out more about some of the stuff that you do, how do they get a hold of you, Frank? Do you have a website? Um, just give no, you a call? I don't have a website or nothing. I just got a phone number. I got an ad on Craigslist. That's the only thing I have. <laughs> well, you want to give out your number? I mean, it is live radio. You never know. You might somebody might listen to it. Yeah, but if there's still enough, someone else listening. <laughs> well, we're at, yeah. Go ahead. There, you, there's believe me, you'd be surprised. We got a lot of listeners. It's seven two seven six eight eight nine one four one. It's the only number I have. It's the only number, and that is Frank. And then, and Frank, what's the name of your company? Um, it's just Frank Gorman. Okay, Frank Gorman and Frank Halls. <laughs> Frank, Frank yeah. Halls. Okay. Well, that's why I got Frank JG on the truck, because friendships start with first names. There you go. I like that. I like that. Very good. Now, Frank, what is the, the most difficult, freakiest, and let's just even throw in dangerous thing that you've ever do, have ever had to haul? People like scary guy, stories. I had a guy up in Pasco County. I hauled five. 40-foot high-cube shipping containers for him. And he, we set him on a foundation because he was building a house out of it. And I I had a crane that goes on the back of the truck, and I didn't think it would pick it up. But to get him back there was all sugar sand. And that thing was tilted and tipped. I almost tipped one over the one time because I got, I got jammed up and the truck got stuck in the sand. But that was about, well, that and it was only two of us. Him, the, the, the owner himself and me we were the only ones doing it. We got it. It took 
three days, but we got it. <laughs> it took three days, but you got it. All right, worst-case scenario, you get stuck and you're in a situation like that, then what do you have to do? Do you have to recruit somebody to help you out? Well, if I have the land all, you, I do like what you saw me doing. You lock the brakes on the truck, you slide the axle on the trailer, you lock the brakes on the trailer, you unlock the truck, and you can actually push and pull yourself out that way. Oh, okay. All right. On the crane, when I got stuck, what I did is I picked up the trailer I had behind me with the crane, just hung it off the back of the truck, and the truck just walked right out of the sand. I couldn't turn, but it just went straight out, and it was enough to get me out. Okay. Now, let me ask you this. You say you have a crane. How does the crane, does the crane affix to the land all somehow? No. No, no, it don't. It, uh, <laughs> I modified it where it locks into the fifth wheel of the truck. So oh, really? So it can be taken on and off. Oh, no kidding. Yeah. Well, now, how do you get that on your fifth wheel? Do you have to? Do you have a way of driving underneath it somehow? I, I put a pony motor on the crane itself. It's all hydraulic. It's actually called a folding knuckle boom. It's not like a, a regular crane like you think. It all folds up tight. You've seen them behind behind the trucks. Usually, guys that deliver roofing shingles use that kind of setup. And what I do is I use a three point stance. I run the outriggers out. I push down on them. I got the. I use the boom itself on the back of a three point stance. I just drive the truck out from under it. Oh, wow, pretty cool. Yeah. Now, do you have, like, a Facebook page? You, you said you don't have a website, right? No, I'm on Facebook, but I don't really do anything with the trucking part of it. Oh, okay, because I thought, you know, if you had a picture of it, I'm trying to get a visual on that oh, thing. Oh, there's, but... there's pictures on there. Is there? Oh, okay. Yeah. And it's, it's your Facebook page? Yeah. Okay, do you use it as advertising? Largo, Florida. Yeah, you got to use Frank Garman, Largo, Florida. Frank Garman, Largo, Florida. And go ahead and give out your number again one more time. 727-688. 9141. Okay, no job too big, no job too small, right, Frank? No, there's jobs too big. I mean, I'm not step stoning. <laughs> oh. <laughs> well, Frank. I'm one, guy, I'm one guy with a truck. One guy with a truck. That's the name of the business, Frank. One guy with a truck. Okay. Yeah. Frank, I want to thank you very much for coming on the show. Again, I want to thank you more importantly for helping me out today. That worked out real good. And, uh, you know, I might be using you sometime in the future. If not, I'll definitely send some business your way. All right, I appreciate that. All right, take care, Frank. You too. All right. Hey, Bobby, what do you got in the turntable? Well, um, did we mention uh, about good guitarists? Did we mention Mark Farner? Oh, yeah, Mark Farner, who's been on our show, who's going to be coming on our show again sometime here in the near future. So, you know, being the big Detroit guy, big D, the D, of course, Jeffy will like this, you know, because he's a big D man from Detroit. Here it comes on Nostalgic Radio and Cars. Yeah. Is this shining on? Yes, it is. Hey, you're tuning into Nostalgic Wooden Cars. Don't touch that dial. We'll be right back.
Bob Bondurant. I won the World Manufacturers Championship in the Fort Cobras in 1965. And you're listening to Nostalgic Radio and Cars. Okay, we're back. And you tune into Nostalgic Radio and Cars. And yes, you know what? I think we ought to go over here to the Speed Culture Minute. What do you think, Bob? Oh, it is definitely time for the Speed Culture the Minute. The Speed Culture Minute. So I'm on the Speed Culture of, uh, Speed Culture app website because it's called speedcultureapp.com. And let's see what else we got this weekend. Whoa, this weekend, besides the National Mustang Racing Association and Bradenton Motorsports, for all you swap meet junkies like myself, of course, there'll be a swap meet there, and we might drag some stuff down there. But Sumter County Swap Meet is uh, March 6th, which is, uh, which is Sunday. Wow, because the first Sunday of every month is the uh, Sumter County Fairgrounds Swap Meet. And uh, so at any rate, so we have that, and let's see what else we got. There is the, you know what else is coming up here in a couple weeks is the Gator Nationals. Yeah, the Gator Nationals is coming up, and with a little luck, we'll be at that. And let's see what else is going on this weekend. March 6th, March 4th through the 6th. Oh, wow, IHRA, IHRA Spring Nitro Nationals at the Orlando Speed World. Now, that should be a lot of fun. See, that's what happens here. In Florida, you know, if you go to Speed Culture, there is over 2,000 events just in South the southeast alone. I mean, it's incredible. Right, Bobby? It's amazing. It's, it's amazing. Yeah, I mean, I I knew there were a lot of events. But since we've been involved with speed culture, there are so many events, it's hard to keep track of it. I mean, there's so many itty-bitty little shows, you know? So many so that on the website, we had to divide them into a nice little map on there. Oh, yeah, yeah. But go ahead, fill us in on that, Bobby. So now when you go to the, uh, to the event listings on speedcultureapp.com, you will now, instead of seeing all the events across the country, we have decided to make it a little bit more like the app, except with a little different way of getting to that point. There, will, There's a map of the United States and uh, I believe Hawaii and Alaska and and some other uh, some other little territories, I think. Okay. Um, we have all the events grouped into their individual state. So you can click on the state. You can see the event, see the upcoming events. Right. Now... The big thing, though, the big thing is next weekend is the Amelia Island Collector Car Weekend. I mean, it is packed full of stuff. To start out on March 6th, which is Sunday, is the Orange Blossom Tour, and that's put on by our good friends Tim Sutter and his wife, and basically that's Grassroots Motorsports. So what they have is they basically have like this little rally thing that goes on, and basically they tour northern Florida and Ferdinand Beach and everything like that, Fernandina Beach, which is basically where the Amelia Island, which is on Amelia Island, which is where the uh, Amelia Island Concourse takes place, and the, the whole collective carway. There's five auctions next week, okay, five auctions. We have our auction, Hollywood Wheels. We'll have our auction Friday the 12th. It's the all-Porsche sports car-only auction. And then on Saturday, we have the Amelia Island Select, which is everything, okay? Also, on Thursday, you've got Bonham's auction. On Friday in the morning, you have Gooding's auction. And then on Saturday afternoon, you have Motostalgia. That's the new kids on the block, so to speak. And uh, they've done some events in Texas, and they've done some events in um, – Indy, they do a big auction up there, and they're also tied in with SVRA. In fact, the following week, SVRA is having the vintage races at Ferdinand Beach or at Ferdinand 
Ferdinand, Ferdinand, I'll get this right, one of these, Fernandina Beach Airport, okay? In fact, back in the old days, in the old, old days, they used to have vintage races all over the place. Actually, they weren't vintage races back in those days because they were current races, okay? But what they would do is a lot of the military bases were used because of the tarmacs. They used to do. They used to run sports car racing. And a lot of military people from World War II came back from the war. While they were in Europe, you know, they got kind of acclimated to sports cars and sports car racing. Well, those guys decided to bring sports cars and sports car racing here in the United States. In fact, the oldest vintage real live racetrack in the country is in our backyard it is sebring and in a couple weeks sebring is going to be here the 12-hour race in fact we have ken breslauer coming on our show from sebring okay he's the basically one of the managers and the marketing guru there so our good friend ken breslauer is going to be on on the radio show here in a couple weeks and uh, we're looking forward to having ken on because he is a historian and interesting love he's not necessarily a big car fanatic like a lot of us but he's very much into the preservation and the history of Sebring, and he can tell some great stories. So that's good because he's been there for a long time. So we're looking forward to that as well. Bobby, you got any of our guests on the line? Uh, not yet. Not we still yet. We've got some time on the show we, here. Yeah, like eight minutes. So <laughs> so let's just see. So we got that going on. A couple weeks ago, we had Bill Warner on. Bill Warner puts on the best show. Now, I, we were joking. I said the best show in the Southeast, and then he joked with me. But I will tell you this. His event, Amelia Island Concourse, the concourse on Sunday, is the best car show in the continental United States. And I can't speak for Europe because I haven't been over there to any car shows in my recent uh, three or four or five decades. So, um, But I will tell you, as a kid growing up over there, they had some pretty wicked cars. And But Bill Warner puts together the best show. You need to put the Amelia Island Concourse on your bucket list. Now, you know, when I went there in 19... It's been... This will be the 21st year. When I went there back in 1997, which was the second year that they had it, or third, they... It was $25, I believe, to get in. Now... $25 in 1997 still seemed like a lot of money to go to a car show because you didn't really know what to expect, you know, because Concourse, there had been around. I'd been to Pebble Beach, and I was kind of familiar with it, but nothing to the extent of Bill Warner's event. Now, originally it was limited to 200 cars. I think he's got it up to maybe 250, 275 but it has become such a national event. In fact, I think they ought to have a special holiday. I think they should dedicate a day to Amelia Island, right, Bobby? Because it is such a great. You've been there a number they of times. They should. It's, yeah. You know, you should you should open up a calendar and on the bottom, you know, when you give the little national holidays, it should yep. say Amelia Island Day. Amelia Island Day. I think that you know what we're gonna have to pitch that to uh, Bill. We need to get the <laughs> guys up there. We need to get Congress to sit there and pass that. Yeah. And uh, because that event is so spectacular, you have. The biggest names in motorsports. You have the biggest, I mean, the, the most fascinating and legendary names in motorsports. That sounds familiar. Well, yeah. You know, come to think of it, yes, we do. And, uh, I mean, I would have to say that the majority of the guests, the big-name guests that have been on Nostalgic Radio and Cars, world-famous, I might add, Nostalgic Radio and Cars, right, have come from just simple meet and greets at Amelia Island. I mean, everybody's there. They, the, from Derek Bell, Brian Redmond, Vic Alford, uh, Dean Jeffries when he was here. Obviously, Bill Warner, Jay Leno. All those kind of people have been there. Roger Penske. The names are endless. Stacy David, Wayne Carini. In fact, I think Wayne Carini is due to come on our show. We'll probably have him on next week. 
And, uh, I mean, these people come on and participate in this concourse over there. It's just incredible. The guys from almost all the TV shows that you can think of all will show up and make an appearance there. But legendary race car drivers, Richard Petty, Junior Johnson, David Pearson, people like that, just incredible, incredible celebrities, people with, with, with unbelievable and amazing uh, automotive backgrounds. I mean, um, Steve Pasteiner, Bob Lutz, people like that. Pasteiner designed the Buick GS. Okay, the Grand Nationals and uh, the GSX when they came out in the 70s. Bob Lutz. Everybody knows who Bob Lutz is. I met Bob Lutz there. Obviously, Carol Shelby was there. Pete Brock is there. I mean, Bob Bondron, who was there. Jimmy Shine was there. You name it, they've all been there. You have to go to Amelia Island. But never mind just the celebrity. The cars. You know, um, um, Mr. Balboni, the, the legendary factory test driver for Lamborghini. You see him there every year. These people are very approachable. Corky Coker. I see Corky there all the time. Tom DuPont, our good friend from the DuPont Registry there. Barry McGuire, we see Barry McGuire. I mean, the names are endless, you know, and these people all have displays. Jochen Maas, I met him there. This year, Hans Stuck is the celebrity guest of honor at Amelia Island. But it's the symposiums, you know, the people that show up there and, and they and, and all these ex-racers and ex-car builders and designers, you know, they have these seminars there that you can sit there and listen to these people. You can meet them afterwards. You can talk to them. You get their autographs. When Denise McCluggage was alive, I met her there. I sat and talked with her. She came on our radio show. Uh, Janet Guthrie, Lynn St. James. The names, again, are endless. It's just incredible. And again, the cars, you know, the, the stuff from the pre-war, stuff from the turn of the century, stuff that's modern-day supercars survivor class motorcycles i mean it's overwhelming right how am i doing there bub oh it is we're doing really good here anyway so you definitely have to make it to amelia island okay now also festivals of speed is going to be taking place and that's going to be on saturday the 12th and that will be on the fairways at the omni plantation let's see what else is going on up there they have a cars and coffee also that's on saturday that's at the ritz okay that's for everybody that's co-sponsored by our good friends over there heacock insurance and then i think they've got a new event over there and i'm not sure what it's called it's kind of like auto something or other and it's across the street from the ritz and it's a giant tent and and an area that's kind of corralled and they've got some specialty cars over there too so basically when you get there on wednesday wednesday thursday friday saturday and sunday you got it's non-stop car stuff now by comparison monterey basically is a week-long deal because our good friend doug friedman on tuesday starts the concourse on the ave okay and then it it goes gangbusters and then you've got uh, all the car shows and small events that are take place and seminars that take place in monterey and then you've got the auctions that take place and then you've got on thursday you've got the uh i think they call it the tour de elegance which is basically the cars from pebble beach actually drive the 17 mile drive and then what they do is they stop in downtown Carmel for lunch. Well, I think eventually we're going to have something very similar to that up in at Amelia Island. So that's pretty cool stuff, you know. But again, I cannot overemphasize the gravity of the caliber of cars and the people that will be at Amelia Island. It is by far the best automotive event in the country. And again, it's right here in our backyard. It's only four hours away. So do we have one of our guests on the line? We got Joe. We got Joe. Hey, you know who you have? Well, I'm going to introduce Joe Sabatini. Joe Sabatini is the founder and the organizer of Festivals of Speed. Joe, welcome to Nostalgic Radio Cars. How are you doing? I'm doing good, man. How are you doing? Pretty good. So we were just talking a few minutes ago about Amelia Island and about the Festivals of Speed event at the Omni Plantation Resort. Do you want to give us some highlights? 
Yeah, we've got some great stuff happening. Of course, I'm sure you covered all the basics with the auctions and then the main show day Saturday oh, yeah. on the fairway. But um, did you, uh, I'm not sure if you uh, caught the latest. Rolls-Royce North America is sending us the new Dawn convertible. We're going to do uh, a real nice, uh, not quite an unveiling. It's been shown in a lot of like private scenarios to collectors. But I believe this is one of the first big unveilings of the car and a commercial automotive display. So we've got the president of Rolls-Royce coming out, a lot of the top brass, and we're going to have it at the, um, uh, excuse me one second, we're going to have it over at the ballroom, uh, in the ballroom at the Omni Hotel. Oh, wow. Real nice. Super. And then we're going to have the next day, of course, on the fairway, but it's going to be pretty spectacular. It's a gorgeous car. Excellent, excellent. Now, you've got a number of events coming up here. In April, how many events do we have? We have Mission Inn. It's coming up. And then we have, of course, in our own backyard here in St. Petersburg, we have the uh, the Festivals of Speed down to Vinoy, right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. You know, of course, uh, so what, a week and a half, two weeks, we do um, Amelia, March 11 and 12. Then, uh, what, two, three weeks later, April 3rd is, uh, like you said, St. Pete. And then uh, the Mission Inn right after that. And what is that? That is April 9 and 10. Right. Now, so tell us. a real nice lineup. We do, we do. Now, tell us a little bit about what you have planned for uh, St. Petersburg at the Vinoy there, because you're going to do something a little bit different now. You're going to have a big tent out there, and you're going to make something really spectacular for everybody. So, tell us a little bit about that. Yeah, yeah, we've got some beautiful cars. I just, uh, we had a, a really collectible F40 Lamar edition car, uh, 91 Ferrari F40 registered today. So we've got some just absolutely stunning vehicles. I believe we've got a Koenigsegg co- coming out to that one as well. So we've got a great lineup, and we're putting up about, uh, I think it's an 80 by 100 foot tent. We're actually going to do the luxury lifestyle cocktail reception Friday night. Uh, April 1st in Vinoy Park and about four or 500 VIPs out there. We've got a great band. You know, we, what's really neat this year, Rob, is that we're taking a lot of the craft cocktail bars like Mandarin Hyde and Cask and Ale. Uh, they're going to be at the party and they're going to be doing all these really incredible, you know, signature cocktails. I've got uh, some great restaurants in downtown CP waterfront doing the food. Uh, a lot of fun. That's going to be a great event, uh, 8 to 11 p.m. on April 1st. Wow, super. Now, what have you got planned special for Mission Inn? Because we're, we haven't been there in a few years. Now we're going back, and i got to tell you, I like the Mission Inn up there in Howie Hills. That's just a beautiful resort. Yeah, well, you're exactly right. It's funny. We, we took a break from it, not for any other reason, except for the fact that we brought in Miami and, and things just got really busy. Um, but I've got to tell you, over the last year, I have had so many people, car collectors, sponsors, everyone begging us to bring that event back. That's kind of right in my backyard. I live out there. It's such a beautiful area. The Mission Inn Resort, the fairway overlooks the water. We've got skeet shooting, world-class bass fishing. The setting is just pristine. So we brought it back. Everyone's really excited. Fields um, Automotive Group with Rolls, Bentley, and Lamborghini Orlando, they're the presenting sponsor. They're bringing out a lot of great cars. Um, you know, just a beautiful event. And we're going to do very similar. Saturday night, we're going to do a cocktail reception on the second-level terrace overlooking the fairways at night. Uh, all the craft, you know, bourbons and cocktails will be out there. We'll have great cigars. Of course, the next day, we have, you know, 180-plus cars right on the fairway. Super. So that setting is pristine. Excellent, excellent. Now, if people want to find out more about Festivals of Speed, how they go about doing it, Joe? Uh, real simple, you know, either just go to the website, festivals with an S, festivalspeed.com, or they can just give us a call anytime, 352-385-9450. Super, um, super. 
And we're looking for cars. You know, even for New Island, it's a week and a half away. Yeah. Um, we can take car registration literally the day before, especially if it's something really special. So we want all the cars and motorcycles we can for Amelia Island and then for all the other events as well. Super. So we're looking forward to it. Okay. Now, you're doing something very special, something different this year. In conjunction with the auction, you're actually having kind of like a – if somebody wants to bring a really, really outstanding car, they can actually uh, – for, for a fee, they can, have a, they can put a, a for sale sign in the car, right? Yeah, absolutely, and it's very reasonable. It's a $100 registration fee, and uh, we started testing that about a year or two ago, and the guys that brought their cars out were, you know, they really wanted the opportunity to be in front of an audience that comes out, especially at something like uh, Mealy Island, to be able to get in front of all these buyers. So we tested it. It did really well. You know, they come out, they're in front of an audience that's super qualified, thousands of buyers. So now we made it a permanent part of all the events. So anyone that wants to come out with a nice car, if they want to put it in front of the right people, get premium dollars, they just register on the website, and uh, they're able to put the for sale sign. I even drop them into uh, the email promotions, and I'll even feature the car. So it, it works out really well. Excellent, excellent. All right, Joe, I want to thank you very much for coming on. I know you're busy. you got another thing you got to go to. And uh, one more time, go ahead and plug Festivals of Speed and tell us how they can get in touch with you. Yeah, you can get tickets or register your cars or motorcycles, of course, at 352-385-9450 or just go to festivalsofspeed.com. You can buy tickets online. They get emailed to you the instant you purchase them. Super. Okay. Hey, Joe, look forward to seeing you next weekend. Take care in the meantime. Thanks for coming on and uh, look forward to the Amelia Island and Festivals of Speed. Thanks, guys. Have a good night. Okay, take care. All right, Bobby, what does that about uh, wrap us up here? We're just about out of time, huh? Yes, we are. Okay, well, anyway, hey, I want to thank all my listeners for tuning in to Nostalgic Radio and Cars. Be sure and tell your friends to tune in every Tuesday night for the most fascinating and legendary names in motorsports here on the Tan Talk Radio Network every Tuesday night between 7 and 8 p.m. Don't forget to check out our website, CallStreetMotorsports.com. Be sure and like us on Facebook. If you've missed any of our past shows, visit Nostalgic Radio and Cars, the podcast. And don't forget to download Speed Culture, the enthusiast mobile app. I want to see some of you guys all next weekend at Amelia Island. In the meantime, everybody, stay safe, drive carefully, and love your family. The other side.